Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hey, I'm all set. I got the ticket. I'm going to the Cayman Islands this Friday. I don't care. Who goes on vacation without a job? What, do you need a break from getting up at 11? <laughs> and Barnett went. <laughs> oh, he's going to pull up from half court. Good! That's the game. She'll try a long two and gets it. Got it. Big shot. Another three-point attempt and got it. Why not? Give him 20. 20 on the ninth. Garland drives by Sadoransky and scores. Darius Garland with some hippity hop to the hoop. Fallon got it. Big fella going to work down there. Maybe I could be like an announcer, like a color man. You know how I always make those interesting comments during the game? It's now time for the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. The Locker Room Show is brought to you by Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, Fisher Titus Medical Center, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Noble Sports and Trophies, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. Good morning and welcome to the Locker Room Show. I'm Josh Bowman and Kevin Rastick with me as usual. And uh, we are back after a couple of weeks off for uh, the holidays. Uh, first off, Kevin, how was your holidays? I was busy. Um, you know, we uh, had a COVID scare. I think a lot of people did during the holidays, getting together with family. But we ended up uh, ended up okay. But uh, it was uh, busy with uh, two three-year-olds, man. It was, it was a blur, <laughs> but a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, same here. Got together with some family and everything and uh, had her... Had ourselves a good time, and on New Year's, my wife was sick with a very bad cold, and I got over a cold during the holidays, too, so everything back to normal here, per se. So uh, let's talk uh, to our first guest here today. We're with you till 10, by the way, and Chris Sheldon from Western Reserve, the Unbeaten Rough Riders. And good morning, Chris. Uh, how was your holidays? How did you do? Oh, you know, guys, my holidays uh, was about the same as they typically are. A lot of basketball and in the gym, and then uh, when I'm not there, you do whatever your wife asks you to do to <laughs> celebrate the holidays with your two little kids. And uh, I think I'm just as surprised after this morning as to what my kids did as they are. So, you know, that's the life of a uh, basketball coach come holiday season. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, Chris, uh, you guys, of course, on beaten, picked up a nice win at New London last night. Uh, just your your quick thoughts on how you played last night. You know, I thought defensively we were really, uh, you know, pretty good and, and pretty sound at what we were trying to do. I thought offensively uh, we were uh, about a lack of efficiency and, and unorganized uh, with what we were trying to do from then all year and, and you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kid yourself uh, that you, you know you're going into a game you're probably way more superior than them and your your attention to detail focus and discipline wasn't where it needed to be at the offensive end and you know you just hope that uh, that doesn't carry over into the night. Well, I do want to ask about uh, New London, and certainly your two programs where you guys are at, where New London's at, completely different places. Uh, as a coach who has a lot of experience and a lot of experience winning games, what advice would you give to a coach, say at New London or, or a team that, or a program that's trying to rebuild itself, what advice do you give to a coach like that? 
simple. Uh, you know, figure out one or two things you can get better at each week, and that's got to be your goal with your current team at the high school level. I think when you're struggling, you can't uh, overcomplicate things. You, you gotta you gotta pick one or two things to start there, and you build your practices from that, and then that's your focus going into game night. Um, I think when you're struggling, you try to throw too much at teams. You, you don't get good at anything, and, and then you just continue to spin the wheels. And so I think that's the first thing. And then the second is, you know, you have to invest in your program, and that starts with your little kids. Um, if you're ever going to get it going, you, you got to build relationships with those kids down there. You got to get them excited about basketball, and you, as the head basketball coach, not anybody else, you, as the head basketball coach, have to spend hours on end in the gymnasium with kids you may not coach for five to eight years. Uh, and that's how you sustain it. That's how you build it, and that's how you, you get it rolling. And you know, that's what I tell all coaches that call me and ask how we've been able to do this for 20 years. And I don't think it's rocket science. I think it's a simple formula, but it's a formula that as a head coach is going to require a lot of time, a lot of commitment. And um, you're going to sacrifice your own personal wants. If you, if you really want to be successful, that means, like in my case, I spend as much time with other people's children as I do my own. Yep. And uh, thankfully, I'm blessed with a beautiful bride that allows me to do that. Chris Sheldon here with us from Western Reserve. Of course, they take on Monroeville tonight. But before we talk about that matchup, Chris, uh, you guys have built uh, quite a good resume up this year. Uh, we saw your game against Huron. Uh, you pulled that one out on the road, a weird 4.30 start, a varsity-only game on a Thursday afternoon. Also, a big win uh, over Margareta where you were able to come back and uh, pull out a win there, too. Uh, impressive resume there, Chris. Let's start with that Margareta game. Uh, you guys were down big early, but were able to come back and pull out a win there in the end. Yeah, you know, I I, I think that was just as much. Uh, I think is really good, and they're probably, if not the favorite, to win Division Four district, you know, on paper. Uh, for us to get down 14, they really jumped on us early there in the first quarter. Um, you know, we... we we're trying to play fast, and we haven't had to play fast all year. We were trying to play fast against their pressure because we thought we could take advantage of some things, and it just took us some time offensively to get comfortable with that, number one. And then number two, I thought defensively we weren't aggressive. Uh, we weren't using our physicality to our advantage. I thought we were back on our heels, and we were allowing them to dictate what they wanted to do rather than us dictate where they're going to dribble it and where they're going to cut with it. You know, we talk about redirecting all the time, and I thought we didn't do a very good job of that. The good thing is a lot of teams get down to a good team with by 14 points, and, and you just really see them panic, and we did it. We stayed the course. Our kids made adjustments to what we were asking them to do, and, you know, we really we really had a tremendous, tremendous second half, and, and I just, again, that speaks to my kids and, and their mindset just as much as their ability. Well, Coach, we're, we're going to talk about Monroe a little bit. I know you've done some prep for them and been, pre- been pre- preparing for them all week. And I don't know if you had a chance to co- talk to Coach Seidel or watch any film from last night. But i got to imagine your game plan is going to be very similar to what South Central did to Monroeville. Be physical with them. I mean, double uh, some of their tough players when they get to, to the rim. i got to imagine your game plan uh, is uh, going to be a lot of kind of what we saw last night uh, for South Central. 
you know, I, I have already had an opportunity to watch that game. And, you know, I thought, yeah, South Central just was tremendous at the defensive end. Um, you know, to hold Klingman and, and Raider to combine nine points is why they won the ball game. Uh, you know, the Goodwin kid was tremendous and hit a bunch of tough shots. And, and he's that type of kid. He's a shot maker. Um, but, you know, yeah, if you're going to beat Monroeville, it starts with their big three. And, you know, they're going to get a lot of our attention. And we've got to do a great job of putting different bodies on them and, and, and giving them different looks all night long. Um, and, and when you're playing guys of that caliber, you just want to make it tough. And you hope that if you can make it tough enough and make them not get clean looks, that, um, you know, that type of defensive pressure and, and obstacles is, is going to make it harder for them to score. And, you know, the challenge is great players have a tendency to still overcome those things at times. And I'm sure uh, them being able to have 24 hours to think about what, what happened and where they could get better last night is, is going to, you know, show up tonight on the floor. So, yeah, we, we've got to do a great job, but it's going to be a tall task. Yeah, and Chris, it doesn't hurt of it this time around to have that one at home, right? Yeah, you know, we love the Barnasium. I mean, uh, there's no place like home. And, uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough to go out on the road and get some big wins, but we would always love to be in our gym, and, and, and we're going to excited to be able to get back in. I mean, we think we've just played six or seven in a row on the road, so it's going to be nice uh, with a little home cooking, hopefully. All right, Chris, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks for giving us a few minutes this morning. Uh, we'll have the game on the radio tonight here on 95.3, so we'll see you over there at the Barnasium tonight, all right? Hey, take care, fellas. Thanks a lot. All right, you too, Chris. Uh, there you go. Chris Sheldon, head basketball coach, of course, at Western Reserve. And, uh, boy, they've had themselves a tremendous season so far. And like I mentioned, uh, their resume, no slouch here. You know, they picked up that Huron win, that Margareta win. Uh, they've got a win at South Central here. Uh, impressive resume so far. A very impressive resume. And they're that, uh, that, that one consistent that we can talk about year in and year out in our area for basketball. You know, Coach Selden has done a, a tremendous job with that program, an elite program. I don't think he even gets enough credit for what he's done uh, over there. But, you know, and, and he's got that, that win at Margareta. You know, I was kind of following along online in that one and seeing they, they were down. That surprised me a little bit. Margareta's a good basketball mm-hmm. team. For them to get that comeback win and to have that tough win at Huron, you and I were at, uh, that just speaks to the quality of this team. And they're going to come in prepared, and, and Monroeville's going to do a much better job. And we'll talk to Coach Raider about that. But Monroeville's going to play a, a lot better here tonight uh, in order to beat this West Reserve team. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, that Huron win, I know there was a foul late in that game that, uh, you know, could have went either way, but, uh, Western Reserve was able to hit one of two Aiden Edwards at the line there and pulled out a win. And, uh, uh, 10-0 and Western Reserve right now, uh, just a one-loss Monroeville team from last night. So uh, uh, we'll talk to Coach Raider here in just a couple of minutes about last night's game and about tonight's game, and uh, looking forward to all that. So, uh, folks, we'll go ahead and take a break here on the Locker Room Show as I fire up the band, as they say, maybe. There we go. When we come back again, Paul Raider, head coach for the boys at Monroeville. Of course, uh, they're uh, lost last night to South Central, but right back at it tonight at Western Reserve. And we'll talk to Coach Raider right after this break here on the Locker Room Show. Teamwork. 
Discipline and responsibility all go a long way in preparing today's student-athlete for the years after high school graduation. The Law Office of Harwood Niedermeyer encourages you to support high school athletics and the lessons it can teach. Also, please support the academic and music boosters. This message is a service of the Law Offices of Harwood Niedermeyer, 111 Myrtle Avenue, downtown Willard. Call 419-935-0171. Domino's week-long carry-out deal means you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each every day. That's right, $7.99 each, and every day means any day. But just in case there's any confusion, we've set up a helpful website to confirm if today's a day you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each at Domino's. Just go to HowAboutToday.com to find out if Domino's week-long carry-out deal is valid today. Spoiler alert, it is. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Excludes extra-large and specialty pizzas. Crust availability varies by size. By now, most of you are familiar with Noble Sports and Trophies in Norwalk. Dwight and the crew have been around since 1986. But do you know everything that they do? They do silkscreen printing, embroidery, heat press, vinyl cutting, custom designs, team wear, awards, scratch engraving, laser engraving, glass engraving, and add specialty items. Add all that to their 30 years of experience, and why would you go anywhere else but Noble Sports and Trophies? On 8.5 East Seminary Street in Norwalk. Wearing a safety belt is the easiest thing you can do to protect yourself, your family, and your friends. That is why the Ohio State Highway Patrol encourages all motorists to buckle up. This is Trooper Liz Grable of the Ohio State Highway Patrol's Milan Post. Since 2016, 59% of people killed on Ohio's roadways were not wearing a safety belt. It's simple. Safety belts save lives and reduce injury crashes. Remember, buckle up every trip, every time. Before you know it, this darn snow turns into slush. And where there's slush, there's ice. Tune in to WLKR on weekdays starting at 6 a.m. for updates every 10 minutes and up-to-the-minute updates online at WLKRradio.com. Where there's ice, there's broken hips. WLKR School Closings brought to you by Sutton Bank. Enjoy high-interest earnings or cashback and refunds on ATM fees with free Casasa checking. Sutton Bank, member FDIC, online at SuttonBank.com. Not that I don't like the snow. Garland drives by Sadoransky and scores! Darius Garland with some hippity hop to the hoop. Kevin with his back to the basket, baseline right. Up in and fouled! Oh, Kevin's fun to the baseline. Everyone on that Cavs bench out to greet him. Our next Cavs broadcast on 95.3 WLKR comes your way Sunday when the Cavs are in Golden State. Tip-off at 8.30. Norwalk's home for Cavs basketball, 95.3 WLKR. This is the point in the show where I usually think about what I'm going to eat afterwards. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I typically get a steak because I'm a man. And I tell you, if eating steak is manly, it is the only manly attribute I have. On 95.3 WLKR. I, I'm not, I know nothing about cars. I'm not handy. I can't fix things. Something breaks in our apartment. I just look at my wife like, we should call someone. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. All 
All right, folks, welcome back here to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman alongside Kevin Rasnick here. And back to the hotline, Domino's hotline we go. And Paul Rader, the Monroeville boys basketball coach with us right now. And uh, good morning, coach. Uh, of course, uh, you guys uh, came away just a little bit short last night at South Central. But uh, just want to get your thoughts uh, as you've had a chance uh, to kind of, you know, diagnose that uh, game last night against the Trojans. Uh, what are your takeaways from last night? Well, it was a good high school basketball game, first of all. Um, you know, when I when I sit down and look at it, I thought uh, de- defensively, South Central played very well. I thought uh, they really helped out and stopped Isaac. But, uh, you know, Aiden Goodwin came with a big game last night, hit some big shots, kept us in, kept us in the game. And, you know, when it got to that fourth quarter, uh, we had a five-point lead. In just a couple possessions, uh, South Central tied it up and then slowed the game down and, and, and got to the foul line and made some, made some foul shots. Uh, after that game, what uh, what was your message to your team? Because I, I got to imagine with the quick turnaround against a tough game tonight, or for a tough game tonight with Western, uh, you wanted to kind of talk about uh, that uh, the game last night and, and what happened in that. At the same time, I'm sure you had to turn the page quickly and and talk about uh, tonight as well. Tough game last night. Uh, South Central was a a game we were pointing to. Uh, we haven't played basketball in 16 days. And uh, I think we were a little anxious, probably uh, attacked too much, too quickly, and needed a little more patience. So what we talked about after the game is what are we going to learn from this? And uh, we talked about it. It's very frustrating, gut-wrenching loss. But, you know, it's, it's basketball. And uh, we got a game tonight, and Western Reserve is going to is, is going to bring the energy. They're going to play just as tough, if not better, defense than South Central played. So we have our hands hand full. So we, so I guess we're focused. We're going to meet here this morning, here in the next half hour, and uh, kind of talk about Western, and uh, you know, come come ready to play tonight. Well, obviously, we we know your big three uh, and, and Isaac. Certainly, you, you kind of go where they go, but you did have some some uh, some help off the bench tonight, and some of your other role players. Our bench last night played well for you. Some of our role players uh, does a lot of good things for you, and we know what the big three can do and what they need to do. But talk about some of your your role players and, and, and a bench player or two who need to step up and, and also have a big game for you here tonight. Yeah, um, I thought Ian Schaefer last night hit a couple nice shots. Josh Burrows, our, who plays our five, uh, didn't score. But when you look at the film and, and look at how he played defense, very active, got a few steals, um, and, and really was in uh, our defense. So I thought Josh and Ian did a nice job. Uh, we got Blake Schaub, who came off the bench last night and uh, played some good defense, uh, long arms, six four kid created some problems and then we had Aaron Allen come up and uh, uh, he took it to him and got some fouls called uh, he was five for six in the free throw line so those points helped because we were shooting the ball real well 
Uh, we need every one of those. Talking with Paul Rader here, Monroeville boys basketball coach on the Locker Room Show and, of course, uh, facing Western Reserve tonight here. We'll have it on 95.3 here tonight about 7.15. And, uh, Coach, uh, kind of talk about Western Reserve a little bit, uh, just from uh, what you've seen on film and everything like that. Uh, what, what, uh, you know, kind of what a kind of a scouting report do you have on the Rough Riders? <laughs> well, Western Reserve, they have eight players, and they will play all eight. They will rotate them in, and most of them have have that long hair, and they wear headbands, and they just <laughs> don't quit. <laughs> very, very aggressive, uh, rebound well, and they're going to pound the boards. And you know, they've got a nice team. They they share the ball. There's there's no one player that we can single out. Uh, we need to play good team to defense, and uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But it's it's going to be a great test for us. All right, Coach, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go here. Thanks for a few minutes here this morning, and uh, appreciate all, all you help us out with throughout the season, and best of luck uh, tonight at Western, okay? Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Paul Rader, the Monroeville head coach right there, talking about uh, last night and tonight. And uh, it's not that, uh, you know, Monroeville last night played all that bad. It's just South Central, uh, I don't know, just in the end, uh, just, uh, you know, uh, th- that fourth quarter seemed to be, you know, the telling point of that game last night. Well, I think I commented at the beginning of that fourth quarter where Monroe really had a, a good quarter, took the lead, and, and South Central, you know, wasn't a great quarter for them. But then you're coming out of that third quarter break and, and to begin that fourth quarter, you kind of looked at the body language and you looked at South Central and the moment wasn't too big for them. They weren't panicking. They were they were calm. They knew what they needed to do. They were obviously well coached. And I just kind of I looked at that and said, you know what, South Central – I think they have a good chance to win this game just based upon their their, their body language and their their confidence, the way they play. They just uh, really that fourth quarter um, just played better. Yeah, I sure did last night again. Uh, Monroeville in South Central last night it was forty eight forty three South Central with the win. Uh, let's go through our high school basketball scoreboard from last night. Uh, just the Finalands Conference and boys action last night. That South Central Monroeville game. Then over on ninety two nine last night it was St Paul. Defeating Plymouth 38-35. Uh, Western Reserve a win at New London to stay unbeaten 59-17. And Mapleton over Crestview last night 66-61. In the girls' uh, realm of games last night, SBC Bay Division. Huron over Willard 42-31. Port Clinton beat Edison 46-42. Margareta over Oak Harbor 55-44. SBC Girls' uh, Lake Division last night, Norwalk. A nice win at Tiffin Columbian, 52-45. Was Bellevue over Sandusky, 59-33. And Perkins defeated Clyde, 50-26. In the SBC River, Sandusky-St. Mary's lost at Gibsonburg, 66-40. And, of course, we had some late-night Cavs basketball for you last night. Uh, that final was 114-101. The Cavs with the victory last night. I, I watched a good portion of that. Uh, Darius Garland, a big uh, big night for him, 26 points for the Cavs, and uh, 
Rajon Rondo had himself a nice game in his first game with the Cavs. And also a Jetty Osman knocked down some threes last night for the Cavs. Good to have Jetty back. And, and I watched about that first half of that game. And, and Rondo, he, come in and he came in and knocked down an outside shot. Not a great outside shooter. Missed quite a few of those. But he, he's getting comfortable early on, which is great to see. He's a nice fit for this team. Well, 11 points last night for Rondo in his debut. He had uh, five rebounds, three assists in there. Uh, mentioning Osman, 14 points for him. He was Four of seven from downtown last night. He was on fire last night for the Cavs, and uh, that's going to be a, it's kind of like a trade. We, we haven't had Osman uh, on on the roster due to uh, COVID protocol for uh, you know a good portion of time. So a uh, nice addition back in the lineup. Well, and you look off the bench for the Cavs. You got Kevin Love playing his best basketball in a long time. Chetty comes off the bench, and that's that's and then Rondo coming off the bench. The Cavs are are beginning to be, show themselves that they have some some depth, which is important for them, important for a young team. And and you, you talk about the big guys, you know, with with Allen and Mobley, they're just so fun to watch. And and Garland's emerging superstar, and I can't talk enough. Really, I could spend the whole rest of the show <laughs> talking about how exciting this Cavs team this Cavs team is. And we're looking forward to this season playing out. Yeah, 13 and 13 last night for Jared Allen. Just another night at the office for him. And, uh, uh the Cavs, uh, their next ball game will be at Golden State. And that will be on a Sunday night, an 8.30 tip off. We have a high, uh, excuse me, a college basketball and NBA doubleheader on Sunday. Ohio State basketball against Northwestern at about 5.30 for tip off of that one. And then a no Buckeye post game will send you right to the Cavs. Uh, no pregame for the Cavs that night. Want to make sure we get both games in for you. Uh, the Cavs at Golden State follows that Ohio State game on Sunday night. So there you go. We'll go ahead and take another break here in the locker room show. And when we come back, we're going to, uh, I guess, unfold the sports roundtable. And uh, Mark Lane will pull up a seat and we'll talk uh, lots of sports, lots of high school sports, high school wrestling. We'll uh, get some thoughts on the Buckeyes in, in the, the Rose Bowl. We haven't had a chance to talk about that at all. Uh, just uh, w- whatever uh, tickles our fancy, I guess. <laughs> that will be coming up on the Locker Room Show here, the Sports Roundtable, right after this on 95.3 WLKR. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. Kind, caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit FisherTitus.org. 95.3 WLKR Kudrowski's Bakery and the Sharpnack Auto Group in Willard invite you to the 20th Annual Firefighters Chili Cook-Off, Saturday, January 29th at 1058 Event Center in Sandusky. Doors open at 4 p.m. Kudrowski's Bakery is back selling their delicious treats. What 50-50 raffles, pick a ping pong, spin the McConnell Meats Wheel of Meats, and of course, all proceeds benefit the participating fire departments. Budweiser and Maple City Ice will keep you refreshed. And as always, awesome chili made by your local firefighters. The 20th Annual Firefighters Chili Cook-Off is also brought to you by Gunlock Sheet Metal, 
Restore Pro, Fresh Electric, the Erie County Veteran Service Office, Superior Fire, Jeff Lucas State Farm, Linden's Propane, Firelands Federal Credit Union, and Nobles Trophies. Don't miss the 20th Annual Firefighters Chili Cook-Off Saturday, January 29th at 1058 Event Center on Cleveland Road in Sandusky. Go to WLKRradio.com for more information. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Ohio. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The Afternoon Drive with the Captain, Chris Morgan. Make sure you tune in for your Monday show starting at 3 p.m. and going the full five hours until 8 o'clock despite Cavalier basketball being on tap. They're on the road to taking on Sacramento with pregame at 9.30, tip-off at 10 o'clock. We'll have a game of music trivia going on at 3.40 with plenty of music and more to get you over that case of the Mondays and ready for the rest of the work week on 95.3. Weekdays from 3 to 8 on 95.3 WLKR. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Such a man. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh and Kevin to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable on the Locker Room Show begins now. Welcome back here to the Locker Room Show, Sports Roundtable time. We're at 9.30 here and 20 degrees outside. And, boy, you got shorts. You're braving it today here, Kevin. I got shorts. There's always that one guy who has to wear shorts in cold weather, and I'm that one guy. <laughs> Normally I, I, I do it, but uh, it's just too cold here just today, just too cold. But with us right now, Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable. Good morning, Mark. How, how have things been going for you? Uh, pretty good, and, and I would like to point out to our listeners, unlike the people in Buffalo, uh, we don't body slam our sports table, so we're able to unfold. <laughs> that is the truth there. So, uh, Mark, uh, first off, uh, how, how was the, the uh, holidays for you? Well, you know, it's, it's always nice, of course, to, as you get older, uh, probably the big thing is, is all the great food and uh you know, just being able to see family members. I like how you put food before family. <laughs> food before family. I would have done the same thing. But okay. That's the motto of this show, isn't it? But anyhow. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, Mark, uh, s- some big news. Uh, the J.C. Gorman uh, wrestling tournament in Mansfield uh, just came out and said uh, no spectators for that. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know... We're 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 running through this 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 whole gamut uh, with the COVID again, and and uh, uh, you know I, I don't know what's going. I know that uh, the uh, uh, Edison Edison wrestling coach, you know, uh, 
uh, the Brexville tournament was canceled uh, while we were off the holiday tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, the Edison Chargers ended up uh, hosting a second turn. They had a holiday tournament with about 23 teams that was organized in a matter of only uh, uh, like two days. I know, uh, I know. In order to get some wrestling in, and uh, uh, you know, Ed- Edison's coach Hermes uh, had mentioned the fact that they're trying to get in as much wrestling as possible. Because there's a concern with everything going on that uh, uh, you, they might end up uh, not having a state tournament again. Now, that, now they, they haven't said that, but, you know, there's a lot of concern because of everything going on right now. Well, I mean, as frustrating as this last, you know, going on two years has been now, at least, you know, I think people are getting creative and learning and, and, and trying to figure out, okay, so yeah, when it, we first had that first, you know, big thing with COVID, we canceled the basketball tournament, we canceled, uh, wrestling and all that, but I think, you know, people are now are trying to find creative ways to make sure that doesn't happen again. That doesn't mean we won't have sacrifices, maybe not have fans or whatnot, but it sounds like the priority is to make sure these athletes get opportunity to play. Yeah, I, I, you're right, Kevin, and I think that uh, it's been it's been pointed out uh, the fact that this is not going away. This is something that you know, like the flu, that we're going to you know have to live with. So uh, we'll we'll just we'll just we'll just have to see that down the road. Uh, but you know, it's really tough when you when you can't have the uh, fans there uh, because you know the kids love having you know their family family support and. Of course, the families love being there, too. Yeah, uh, talking with Mark Lane here, Sports Roundtable. And uh, I guess, uh, you know, to sum it all up, uh, the bottom line is, you know, as much as we want everything to be normal, I guess we would sacrifice the fans and everything and uh, just do it for the kids, right? Uh, let's get these seasons in is, is, I think, everybody's goal. Yeah, and, and, you know, that was important last year. I mean, we had the... Uh, we did have the state tournament. It was at three different locations, but the kids did get to wrestle, unlike uh, the previous year when, uh, you know, the the night before it started, uh, the rug got pulled out, and, and those seniors never got to compete. All right, Mark, uh, let's uh, switch gears here. Uh, let's get your thoughts on the Buckeyes in the Rose Bowl. What, what, uh, that, that was a fun one. Let's just say that. Uh, arena football game broke out in that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we were texting about that during the game. <laughs> we were. <laughs> it, it, it just it just it just it just got crazy. But uh, you know, the Buckeyes just showed how much how much talent. And you know, when you look at uh, two of their top, their two supposed top wide receivers uh, uh, didn't even play in the game because they opted out to get ready for the NFL draft. And and yet they've got all these young kids and. And you look at the depth of receiver and the fact that there's even a Buckeye receiver that's playing for uh, a, another team uh, this year that uh, went through the portal. So uh, uh, things things are things are good, and I know that Coach Day has to be happy. Well, as much as the offense you know, grabbed the headlines, rightfully so, and that defense didn't play great in that first half, but gave up just ten points in that second half. Hopefully, that's something uh, that the defense can build off of uh, going into next season. Uh, yeah, definitely. Because we talk, we had talked about it during the season. You know, early in the season, it, it looked like the, you know, the, that was their Achilles heel, and then, uh, you know, they, they they had some, uh, you know, difficulties during the season. But if they can get that defense back up, because we know they've got all kinds of offensive firepower, and, and boy, uh, Stroud just he he keeps looking better and better. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable here on the Locker Room Show. Uh, let's get your quick thoughts, Mark, on the national championship game coming up on Monday night. I I think I think it's going to be a, a, another good game. I think that uh, you know Alabama caught Georgia off guard, uh, you know, in the SEC championship game. I think Georgia, you know, they, they might have a little chip on their shoulder, and uh, I I I think I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good game. It could be one of those that you know comes down to the the last couple of minutes. I know I'm not a uh, I don't really do a lot of sports gambling, but I'm a gambling man. I like to you know play some cards and whatnot. But I'm if I am gambling this game, I'm not betting against Nick Saban. It just it's tough to really bet against Alabama and, and what Saban's done the last I don't even know how many years now. I don't know if we've seen anything like this in college football that the run Alabama has had. No. Uh... No, Saban is just incredible, and 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 now you even kind of have to like him in those Aflac commercials. <laughs> uh, do we have to? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying, Mark. Uh, Mark, uh, a- anything else you you want to talk about here? Uh, anything else we uh, can uh, throw out there? Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> my <clears throat> my my Packers are are, are doing well uh, mm-hmm. uh, once again. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to see my dream uh, Super Bowl again this year uh, between the Packers and the Browns. And of course, uh, I think you said that Scott's going to be on uh, Petrack in, in a little bit uh, yeah. to talk about that whole fiasco uh, going on uh, with the Browns right now. Uh, real quick, you mentioned the Packers and, and, and the Browns and. There's talk, at least online, about maybe Aaron Rodgers will, you know, will come to Cleveland and, you know, I'll give that a snowball's chance and, and you know what, and I gotta imagine you feel the same way that, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers may not be, you know, wearing, uh, you know, the, the green and yellow or whatever it is over there, but, uh, he won't be wearing a brown and orange either. No, I, I, I don't see that at all. In fact, I think that, you know, there's even a good possibility that if, if he doesn't retire, that, he plays uh, plays in, in Green Bay again. I think a lot of it's going to depend on on how they do in the playoffs this year. All right, Mark, uh, we'll we'll go ahead and let you go. Uh, thanks so much uh, for joining us here again this morning. Good stuff as always. And uh, Mark, uh, you have yourself a great weekend. Okay. Hey, uh, you you do the same. Yeah, uh, you and Kevin, and uh, I'm excited to kick off a new year. And and uh, of course, uh, you know it's it's a shame. Uh, seeing the football wind down, so we're, we're going to have to get our full fill here this weekend. <laughs> yes, uh, for sure. Thanks, Mark. Have a good one, man. Bye. Bye. See ya. Mark Lane there, Sports Roundtable. And uh, I've heard some rumors, uh, you know, if Baker Mayfield does not stay for the Browns, we'll talk more about it with uh, Scott Petrak coming up here in just a little bit. But uh, rumors of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo from uh, San Francisco and Nick Hurst and I uh, from over at K96 were talking the other day, and Nick was like, isn't that basically the same quarterback as Baker Mayfield? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. That's that's my biggest issue. Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> boy, what a what a you know uh, fire of a topic, right? I mean, you either <laughs> love him or, or you hate him. I don't know how much in between there is with him. And, and, and of course, we'll talk to Scott more about this. But, okay, if not Baker next, next year, then who? And, you know, <clears throat> and that's a legitimate, legitimate question. And Baker was hurt. I think there's some merit to like he, he played hurt, and then that adds the discussion. Well, should he been playing in the first place? And that opens up a whole nother, you know, conversation and, and topic. It's 
it's just a mess. Not what I expected us to be talking about at this point in the season, you know, months ago or late summer, early fall, when we started talking about the Browns. Yeah, you thought maybe at this time we'd be talking about maybe some playoff positioning or something like that, you know, but so be it. That's uh, how this season has turned out. So we'll go ahead, folks, and we'll take another break here. When we come back, uh, we will talk to Scott Petrak from the Chronicle Telegram and Brownzone.com. We'll get his thoughts on the whole Baker Mayfield situation and this season in general. Also, uh, I'm going to ask him about the whole Antonio Brown situation, too, see what his take on all that is. That is coming up next here, folks. Also, we have our Domino's trivia question Mm -hmm. coming up here before we get on out of here. You're listening to The Locker Room Show, and we'll be right back here on 95.3 WLKR. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We do things the old-fashioned way with helpful people who know their floors. The best in carpet and luxury vinyl planking for home or business. And we'll clean your tile, grout, upholstery. We even do duct cleaning. And we always stand behind our work. Visit Baldoff's.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Garland drives by Sadoransky and scores! Darius Garland with some hippity hop to the hoop. Kevin with his back to the basket, baseline right. Up in and fouled! Oh, Kevin's fun to the baseline. Everyone on that Cavs bench out to greet him. Our next Cavs broadcast on 95.3 WLKR comes your way Sunday when the Cavs are in Golden State. Tip-off at 8.30. Norwalk's home for Cavs basketball, 95.3 WLKR. The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. Most people say they're giving up something to improve their health. Other reasons include losing weight, saving money, and just to do it for the challenge of it all. Just for the challenge. See if I can do it. See if I have the willpower to, like, make it through. You know what? Maybe that's the mindset that you have to have is to just be better than yourself. Make it a game or something. Yeah. Like, you know what? I can do this. Yeah. I can totally do this. It's a month. Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. Ladies, have you ever felt bloated for no good reason? Pelvic pain or pressure? Too full, too fast, even if you're eating just a little bit? Not so unusual, right? But if you have any of these things and they go on for two weeks or longer, see a doctor. Because bloating, feeling too full, too fast, and pelvic pain or pressure that doesn't go away can be signs of a gynecologic cancer like cervical, ovarian, or uterine cancer. And if your periods are heavier or longer than usual, or you have bleeding after menopause, see a doctor right away. It may be nothing, but find out for sure. Learn the symptoms. Listen to your body. For more information about gynecologic cancers, call 1-800-CDC-INFO. That's 1-800-CDC-INFO. A message from HHS and CDC's Inside Knowledge Campaign. 
Tune in to 95.3 WLKR tonight for a Saturday night showdown in Firelands Conference Boys High School Basketball. It's 7-1 Monroeville at 10-0 Western Reserve. Join us for all the action from Collins as the Eagles battle the Rough Riders. Pre-game coverage around 7.15 with tip-off at about 7.30. That's tonight on 95.3 WLKR, your sports voice of the Firelands. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Alright folks, back here on the Locker Room Show. It is 9.45 on this January the 8th and 21 degrees outside. And we're going to talk some Browns football in the NFL with Scott Petrak, our Browns insider, of course, from the Chronicle Telegram and BrownZone.com. And uh, good morning, Scott. And uh, every time uh, we talk to you, there, there's a, a lot to talk about, huh, Scott? Yeah, that's kind of how it goes with the Browns. <laughs> yeah. Let's get your thoughts on uh, this whole uh, Baker Mayfield situation. Uh, just, uh, you, you, you know... Go, going forward, uh, is he the guy? Do we know if he's the guy? Or is he going to be around next year? I just want to get your thoughts on uh, what's going on with Baker. Yeah, I think that's going to be the discussion the uh, entire offseason. Uh, I don't think there's a decision been made. I don't think there's an easy way for the team to kind of proceed. You know, they owe him almost $19 million guaranteed next year, the fifth-year option on that rookie deal that they picked up. Um so, you know, I think the default is for him to come back, but I expect them to look for an upgrade in the offseason. I'm just not sure how easy that'll be, right? I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming here. I don't think Russell Wilson's coming here, Deshaun Watson. So do you try to go get a guy like Derek Carr or Matt Ryan who feel like upgrades? Um, or, you know, some of the other candidates might not be upgrades over Baker Mayfield, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody like that. So, I think the team's got a difficult decision to make. I don't think it's been made yet, you know, and does Baker still want to be here, right? I mean, I think that's another element to this. Um, but, again, are there teams out there clamoring for Baker? I'm not sure. So I think both teams might, or both sides might be stuck with each other for another year. Um, but it's too early to tell. So, obviously, you watch this team firsthand and, and, and very closely and, and there pretty much every day and, and uh, you know, dissecting what went wrong with this season. I know we got one more game left. It is what it is, battle of backups and, and, and all of that. But um, looking at Baker Mayfield's season, the Browns' season, how much of it falls on Baker's shoulders? How much of it was due to maybe him playing hurt, maybe putting in a position where he shouldn't have been playing, play calling? I mean, all those things that we could talk about that factored into the season. Like, where do you see some of those things and as far as where they rank, as far as what really went wrong for the Browns? Yeah, I'm actually working on something, a story for, uh, I'm trying to finish it today, just about that. Um, there's a lot of layers to it, and you know, when we're talking about Baker coming back next year, uh, you have to consider the injury and just how much impact it had on his performance. Now, I think that's a tough one to specifically quantify. I think the organization did the right thing by playing him. You know, if you're number one quarterback, who's a number one overall draft pick, says he's good and healthy enough to play and the doctors say he's healthy enough to play, then you play him. And I get that he struggled, but 
I think you just play your quarterback. And I think Baker needed to do a better job overcoming the injuries, right? I mean, he had good games. That game in Cincinnati, he, he was as hurt as he'd been pretty much all year, right? The shoulder was already, the labrum was torn, the, the bone was fractured. And he went out and had a great game. So it's not like he couldn't have great games or make great throws being injured. He just didn't do it enough. So I put most of the responsibility on Baker. Now, that's not remove all blame from Kevin Stefanski and his offensive system, which wasn't nearly as effective as it was his first season, or his play calling, or the fact that it blew up with Odell Beckham Jr. and all of a sudden your receiver core wasn't what it, you expected it to be. Um, but I do put most of the blame on Baker Mayfield because a quarterback is that important. And if he had made another handful of plays, we're looking at this season completely differently. And all you have to do is point to the five chances he had to win games at the end in the fourth quarter, and he was 0 for 5. Scott Petrak uh, joining us here from the Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com. And, uh, Scott, uh, you know, you kind of talked about it there a little bit uh, with wide receivers. Uh, uh, what do you think the Browns are going to do to uh, kind of address the, the wide receiver situation? And do you think uh, that, you know, helps with the uh, Baker Mayfield situation, too? Well, yeah, I may think if the receiver core is better, then that helps the quarterback, right? Um, mm-hmm. they, you know, is part Baker, part Odell, part Kevin Stefanski that they couldn't figure out a way to make that work. I think there's a high level of frustration with that, and it should be, right? Because we see Odell making plays and scoring touchdowns with the Rams, and you wonder, well, why did that happen here? And I think it's a failure on everybody's part. But I expect the Browns to use the you know, first or second round draft pick on a wide receiver, um, depending on if they bring back Jarvis Landry for $15 million next year on what would be the last year of his contract. Um, then they might have to go get a veteran, right? So I think the room's going to look a lot different. You know, Donovan Peoples-Jones will be back, Anthony Schwartz will be back, and that might be it. You know, we don't know yet about Jarvis. Um, so I think you're going to see some turnover there, and I think that's important because the receiving core, especially once Odell left, and with a banged-up Jarvis Landry, just wasn't as dangerous and as explosive as he needed to be. Well, having said all that, uh, there are some silver linings this season. I think a lot of that is on the defensive side of the football, and just you know, Miles Garrett. Uh, we know he's going to be he's going to be you know a Hall of Famer more than likely. Clowney, whose future with the team is in doubt, but you got some young uh, players, uh, linebackers, and cornerbacks, and whatnot. There are a lot of silver linings um, on the defensive side of the football, anyways. Yeah, there are, and, and I think I understand the reaction to this season. Over, right? There's a letdown. Everybody expected playoffs. And there was talk of the Super Bowl. But I think the organization overall was in a better spot, much better spot than it was, you know, two or three years ago. And I think the roster is in a much better spot. Um, you know, you talk about receiver, but, it, you know, the running backs are solid or really good. The line is, the offensive line is really good. Um, and then you're right about the defense. I think there's a lot of building blocks and foundational pieces on that side of the ball. And we saw everybody fit better together as the season went on, and really over the last two months of the year, the defense was the strength, and it gave this team a chance to win week in and week out, despite missing guys with injuries and missing guys with COVID. So you're right, you have Miles Garrett, you have Denzel Ward, you have Greg Newsom II, you have Jeremiah Wusik-Koromoa, right? And those are young guys that are foundation pieces, and then you talk about a John Johnson III or a Greedy Williams or Malik McDowell, 
right? Jacob Phillips, guys that you hope continue to get better. Um, so I think there's a, is a lot to be excited about on that side of the ball. Scott Petrak joining us from brownzone.com, Chronicle Telegram, and uh, just in NFL news in general, I just wanted to get your thoughts and your take on the whole Antonio Brown situation. Uh, he, just, just, uh, just what are your thoughts on it, and uh, what what happened here? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, there's a lot there. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, I'm not there, and I don't know exactly how Antonio's ankle was feeling, but I do know that He's been a disaster in pretty much every place he's been at some point, right? It always ends poorly, whether it's Pittsburgh, um, when he's at the Raiders for that short time, Tampa Bay now. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not afraid to burn bridges, right? He's ripping Tom <laughs> right. Brady and podcasts. And, um, I, I just think he's a bad guy to have on your team. And the Buccaneers knew that and they kept bringing him back and gambling because they felt like they needed him on the field. And it eventually blew up in their faces, right? They won one Super Bowl and were able to survive with them, but weren't able to last that second year. So, you know, if you talk to people that were with him in Pittsburgh, obviously he's a great player and worked incredibly hard, but there were a ton of issues back then. Um, and they just, I think the issues just multiplied once he left Pittsburgh. And of course, saying all that, Scott, he'll probably get another chance in the NFL, right? <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. You know, I mean, eventually these guys, you know, the kind of the troubled players, um, it reaches an end point. You know, I, I don't know if this is it. Um, I certainly wouldn't add him to my team, but maybe somebody would, right? If you need a guy for a week or something, you know, <laughs> you really need a receiver, he can go catch the ball. Kind of like those NBA contracts now where guys who haven't played for a year are getting a, a shot for a week or 10 days with us because of COVID. He might be that type of player next year. Yeah, right. I mean, you never know, right? If you, just, if you find the, a desperate team who uh, has loose standards, uh, I could see that. All right, Scott, we'll go ahead and let you go with that. Uh, thanks so much for uh, you know being with us here throughout this season. and. Uh, uh, best of luck there in uh, covering the Browns here this offseason, and we'll catch up with you down the road, okay? Thanks, fellas. All right, Scott Petrak there joining us via the Domino's Hotline. And uh, what, what a season it has been. Uh, of course, uh, the expectations were really high in, uh, this year, but uh, falling short, the Browns are those expectations, and we'll see what happens with the whole Baker Mayfield situation. The receivers, you know, maybe picking one up in the draft. And like you said, though, Kevin, at least we can hang our hat on something, and that that's the defense, and Miles Garrett, of course, leading the way there. Yeah, you have to, you know, you can't be completely doom and gloom, and this team is, and he's right, I mean, you still have to feel better. Yeah, expectations were met, and they fell short by far this year, certainly. But again, we've gone into worse seasons than this, or we've come out of worse seasons than this with less hope, right? Mm-hmm. So this was a tough season, but we still have hope for the future, and that's all we really can have right now as Browns fans. But there are tangible things you can look at that can give you that hope. All right, folks, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this show up here with a couple minutes left, uh, the, our Domino's trivia question. Well, let's talk about some Finals Conference basketball. And we've said for years that Finals Conference, top to bottom, has got great coaching. Well, who has the most conference wins all time in the Finals Conference? So who has the most wins in the Finals Conference uh, as far as you know actual conference games? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Jerry Everhart, Mike Smith, Pat Durham, or Chris Sheldon? Chris Sheldon. So, again, who has the most conference wins in the Finals Conference all-time uh, coaching, is it Jerry Everhart, Mike Smith, Pat Durham, or Chris Sheldon? 
All right, folks, give us a call, and you'll win yourself a free Domino's pizza here, 419-663-4953 in Norwalk, Sandusky, 419-609-4953, or toll-free, 866-663-4953. And it looks like we already have a caller here, so let me bring that up here. You're on the Locker Room Show. Who is this? Hello? No, we do not have a caller. So, folks, uh, give us a call at those numbers, and... uh no cheating. Well, I guess you can cheat if you, if you uh, know the, the place to go for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Uh, give us a call, folks, and we'll go ahead and wrap this up with a little break. And we'll come back and, uh, I guess, wrap up the show here on The Locker Room Show on 95.3. It's Kelly Rose for your midday show on 95.3 WLKR. Join me on Monday for your chance to win with Name That Lyric at 1120. Tune in after your local and national news at noon for your Dad Rock lunch block of music. Get your requests into K-Rose at WLKRRadio.com. At 12.50, here's some positive news with good news for people who love bad news. Have a great weekend. I'm Kelly Rose. Weekdays from 10 to 3 on 95.3. Live concerts. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. Get the latest info about COVID-19 vaccines at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You're listening to The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. You're talking to the Rolex-wearing, diamond ring-wearing, kiss-stealing, woo-wheeling-dealing, limousine-like, jet-flying, son of a gun. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, on 95.3 WLKR. Woo! And welcome back here, folks, wrapping things up on the Locker Room Show at 9.58. and want to congratulate our winner in our Domino's trivia question, Dale Bond of uh, North Fairfield, a big South Central Trojans fan, and uh, he knew the answer was? It was Mike Smith. Uh, he has, you can pull it up here, he has 269 uh, career conference wins. And Chris Sheldon is second. He could catch him to pay more and more years he wants to coach. Pat Durham is third. And uh, you got another... Uh, uh, South Central coach Brett Seidel, he's like sixth all time in the conference coaching. So uh, there's definitely some great coaches, and there have been great coaches in the finals conference. But uh, of course, Mike Smith, longtime St. Paul coach, leads the way with the most conference wins all time. We're going to have him on our broadcast team here this season. You're going to have him do a couple games with us. Looking forward to that. I know he's done some TV stuff as well. And, and you talk about guy who knows a lot about basketball. Oh. He'll forget about more about basketball than <laughs> either of you I know. So that, that's for sure. Looking forward to uh, having him on some broadcasts here later on this season. So there you go, folks. I want to thank all of our guests today. Our winner again, Dale Bond of our Domino's Trivia Question from North Fairfield. Uh, Scott Petrak for joining us. Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable. Paul Rader, Monroeville. Chris Sheldon of Western Reserve. Don't forget tonight, uh, Monroeville at Western Reserve Boys Basketball at about 7.15 for coverage there. Then tomorrow, Ohio State Basketball against Northwestern at 5.30, followed by the Cavs at Golden State at 8.30. So that'll do it here, folks, for the show. Glad to be back here. And, uh, of course, we'll be back uh, all the way until uh, 
Memorial Day weekend. So a long stretch of shows for us here coming up. So, folks, uh, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I'll maybe see you over there at Western Reserve tonight. For Kevin Rasnick, I'm Josh Bowman. God bless you, and uh, we'll see you next week here on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Today's show has been brought to you by West Side Sunoco, Noble Sports and Trophies, the law offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Fisher Titus Medical Center, Domino's Pizza, Bellevue Hospital, and Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering on the Sports Voice of the Firelands 95.3 WLKR. Well, bye.